Good morning, everyone. You're listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, and this week we're focusing on getting you ready for the new year and a new you. And today's episode on personal growth and development that I've chosen to share with you today is the one that I've chosen to also end with this week because it speaks at the heart of why growth and progress come to an end. Come January 1st, without fail, every gym across the nation experiences record turnout and is busier than at any other time of the year because, well, it's a new year and we get excited about becoming new, about becoming better, doing more, setting goals and working towards them. It represents a fresh start, a clean slate, where all the mistakes of the past are figuratively behind us, and we are reminded that with the new year, there is a blank page yet to be written on. So, to work we go. However, as I've been fortunate enough to develop the habit of working out pretty consistently for several years, I can tell you that come February, things will be back to normal. The crowds at the gym will have thinned out, and most of those left will be those that were already there to begin with. And this happens not just with physical exercise, but really any worthwhile endeavor that we try to start come January 1st. Why? Well, because of two words, I can't. At some point, those words, those thoughts overpower I can, and we believe them and stop whatever good thing we might have started. Well, I chose this episode today and to end this week's preparation for the new year on because of the reminder that it is to embrace those moments, to embrace those thoughts, because what they really mean is that you're moving in the right direction, that before you can have a breakthrough in something, you have to have a run into something, and that something will always be the thought, I can't. And that's okay, because failure will always be a part of success. The beauty in embracing this thought is that you give room for it. You give room for failure. Do you really think that after not working out for a year that you're going to go every day for the next year? That's just not how it works. There will be days that you miss, times where you're just too tired, where you won't have the same motivation that you did on January 1st. You will fail. And again, that's okay. See, it's usually not the fear of success that keeps us from trying. It's the fear of failure. And so a lot of times it's just easier to quit on our own terms than to risk failing. At least we have some control over it. But when we come to accept that failure is a part of personal growth and development, we don't have to wait for a new year to start again. When we have a new day each and every day. When we learn to embrace I can't, to accept it, are okay with it, and to keep pushing forward in spite of it, we are that much closer to embracing I can and being embraced by I did. And embracing this mentally is what will help push you through the late January wall that we all run into whenever we set any New Year's goals or resolutions for ourselves. So to help further with your personal growth and progress this coming year, here is episode 110, Learn to Embrace I Can't. Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome, as always, to The Daily Drive. Josh Downs here. This is episode 110 today. Learn to embrace I can't. I was watching a movie with my daughters the other night, as I like to tend to do. That's always been a favorite activity of ours. And it was Kung Fu Panda 3. And I just love the Kung Fu Panda series. Jack Black is hilarious as Poe the Panda, the Dragon Warrior. They're great movies for both kids and adults. For those unfamiliar with the movie series, it tells the story of Kung Fu. 
and an ancient prophecy that one day a great warrior would arise from the people. A warrior that would become the greatest warrior ever known. A warrior that would become known as the Dragon Warrior. On the day that the warrior was to be chosen by the all-wise and all-knowing Master Ugwe, a large and rather clumsy panda who loved Kung Fu but clearly didn't know Kung Fu through an embarrassing accident found himself before Master Ugwe. As this most wise and respected of all Kung Fu masters looked closely at Poe the panda, he made the announcement that he had found the long-awaited dragon warrior. And then, at the surprise of everyone, he pointed to Poe. From there, each movie puts Poe, the anointed dragon warrior, facing a new challenge as he tries to measure up to the expectations of the dragon warrior and save the villagers from the threats that come against it. All while making you laugh all the way through it. It's so funny. Some of my favorite characters and lines come from these movies. My daughters and I still practice, in fact, the wushy finger hold. It's the ultimate kung fu move that can defeat almost any enemy. Plus, you get to say skadoosh while practicing it for dramatic effect. And who wouldn't like to say skadoosh? Uh, It's a fun word. Now, the beginning of Kung Fu Panda 3, Poe is being trained by Master Shifu to become more than a great warrior. He's being trained to become a great teacher. However, his master throws him right into it with very little training or help. And as he tries to teach his comrades, it becomes quite the epic fail. His friends are beat up, bruised, hurt, and even singed a little with smoke still coming off a few of them. (laughs) Embarrassed, he leaves the palace to go for a walk. As he turns around at one point, he is startled to see his master standing there. Master Shifu asks him, So, how was your first day teaching? Poe answers, uh, humiliating. Shifu replies, so I heard. (laughs) Poe then asks, who told him? Shifu says, well, I heard from Monkey, from Crane, from Mantis, from your dad, from Mrs. Chow, from the gift shop, those ducks you just passed, and (laughs) Tigress told me. Poe says, yeah, well, did she also tell you that it'll never happen again because I'm done? Master Shifu then asks him, done teaching or being humiliated? (laughs) Poe says, both. I don't know why you ever thought I could teach that class. And then I love this part. Master Shifu says, Oh, I knew you couldn't. Poe looks at his master shocked. Wait, what? You set me up to fail, he says. Why? And then he gives one of my most favorite lines. Master Shifu says, Poe, if you only do what you can do, you'll never be more than you are now. So good, so good that it's worth repeating. If you only do what you can do, you'll never be more than you are right now. There are two great principles taught in this exchange that are vital for us to understand in life. The first principle, and this is an important one and a big one, is that we have been set up to fail. This is so important to understand. Life has been designed for us to fail. We're meant to fail. God set us up to fail. Now, when I first had that thought, I struggled with it a bit. Why? Why would life be designed this way? Why would it be expected of me to fail? Why would God set me up to fail? Has he really? I would submit to you the answer is wholeheartedly yes. Do you think he ever thought you would come here and never make a mistake? That you could come here and never make a mistake? 
never fall short of something, never let someone down, never make a bad choice, never fall short of accomplishing a goal you set out to accomplish, never fail at work, at school, in your relationships, in your finances, with your health, or a plethora of other things. Yes, I said plethora. We just watched The Three Amigos a short time ago, and that's the word that came to mind. God has set you up to fail. He did from the very beginning. Adam and Eve weren't meant to live forever in that garden. He knew they would fall short, that they would fail, just like he knows we would as well in so many ways. See, we've all been trained to believe for some reason that failure is bad, that it's not something we want to ever experience, that we should never accept failure or admit defeat. But the irony is that type of thinking is what leads to defeat because when we fail at something, which we all do, if we don't accept it, we try to hide it. And give up because the pain or embarrassment associated with the failure is too much. And that too much can keep us from ever succeeding. The correct way of thinking is to accept failure, but never to accept defeat. When we accept failure, we see it for what it is, which is a step closer towards victory, not defeat. Failure allows us to see things that don't work, to change them, to improve and to grow. That's why we've been set up to fail. Principle two, if you only do what you can, you'll never be more than you are right now. Gosh, I love that one. Do you see the wisdom in why in life we have been set up to fail? It's because we have also been set up to succeed in ways that we haven't before. It's okay to think and even say the words, I can't, because growth always starts with, I can't, but ends with, I can So accept there will be failures along our path and journey. There will be plenty of I can'ts because that's the only way to get to the life-changing I can's. We have always been our own worst enemies, so quick to point out our shortcomings and our failures to the point where we feel defeated. But if we can learn to accept that failure is a part of life, a part of God's plan, that like with Master Shifu, He has set us up to fail so we can succeed in becoming more than what we are right now. If everything he gave us to experience were things that we could do, and every situation we were in was something that we could figure out correctly the first time, what would be the point? Life would have no meaning, no purpose, because we would only be doing the things that we could do. But when we face things that we can't do, and fail maybe even several times, if we stick with it, will eventually succeed and the greatest part of that success will be that we have learned to do something that we couldn't do before, that we have become more than we were before. See, failing is exciting to me, not discouraging. We grow through failing because we're trying to do something we haven't done before. Even if we don't succeed right away, there is still growth. Although maybe imperceptible to us, it isn't to God. The more we push forward in things that we can't do, the closer we get to increasing what we can do. Many of you have probably heard this story, but it's one worth mentioning here and reminding ourselves of because I know how easy it is to get discouraged when we fail. And I want to help change that with these thoughts today. Listen to this story and how it fits with the idea of struggling to do more than we can, but growing from doing what we can't. It's called the unmoved rock. Once upon a time, there was a man that was sleeping at night in his cabin when Suddenly his room filled with light, and the Savior appeared. The Lord told the man that he had a work for him to do, and showed him a large rock in front of his cabin. The Lord explained that the man was to push against the rock with all his might. 
This the man did day after day for many years. He toiled from sunup to sundown, his shoulders set squarely against the cold, massive surface of the unmoving rock, pushing with all his might. Each night as the man returned to his cabin, sore and worn out, feeling that his whole day had been spent in vain. Seeing that the man was showing signs of discouragement, Satan decided to enter the picture, placing thoughts into the man's mind such as, You've been pushing against this rock for a long time and it hasn't budged. Why kill yourself over this? You are never going to move it. And I would add thoughts like, You're a failure. Why try? You'll never succeed. You can't do it. Thus giving the man the impression that the task was impossible and that he was a failure. These thoughts continued to discourage and dishearten the man even more. Why kill myself over this, he thought. I'll just put in my time giving the minimum effort and that will be good enough. And that he planned to do until one day he decided to make it a matter of prayer and take his troubled thoughts to the Lord. Lord, he said, I have labored long and hard in your service, putting all of my strength to do that which you have asked. Yet, after all this time, I've not even budged that rock a half a millimeter. What is wrong? Why am I failing? To this the Lord responded compassionately, My child, when long ago I asked you to serve me and you accepted, I told you that your task was to push against the rock with all your strength, which you have done. Never once did I mention to you that I expected you to move it. Your task was to push. And now you come to me, your strength spent, thinking that you have failed. But is that really so? Look at yourself. Your arms are strong, muscled, your back sinewed and brown, your hands are callous from constant pressure, and your legs have become massive and hard. Through opposition, you have grown much, and your abilities now surpass that which you used to have. You have become more by doing what you couldn't do instead of doing what you could do. Yet you haven't moved the rock, but your calling was to be obedient and to push and to exercise your faith and trust in my wisdom. This you have done. I, my child, will now move the rock. Such a great story, isn't it? Although we have been set up to fail, we will not be defeated if we continue to push, to not give up, to keep trying, to keep going, giving it our best, no matter how many times in our minds we fail. God may be helping us grow through the effort in the task, not in completing the task. Although we've been set up to fail, with God that failure is only temporary because He has also set us up to succeed. When we accept that failure is a part of the process, we accept the growth that comes from it, as well as the success that failure will always turn into, if we don't give up and stay close to the Lord. And so my invitation for you today is, is to first watch Kung Fu Panda 3, as there are many other great lessons in there that we'll probably cover at a later time. But if you don't get to it and fail, just know that that's okay. Please be accepting of yourselves, your shortcomings, your mistakes, your failures. Know that they are expected and a part of the learning process and a part of this mortal experience. Don't be afraid to do things that you can't. Don't be afraid of failure. Don't feel you need to hide that failure from others. The more you fail the more you try, and the more you try, the more you'll grow, and eventually you will succeed, because God says so. As he teaches in Matthew 19.26, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Remember that the best I cans won't come until after the most discouraging I can'ts. So the next time you come across an I can't, Roll up your sleeves, get excited at the thought of becoming more than you are right now, and get to work and start pushing 
so one day you'll be able to say, I can. Thanks, guys. I can't wait for you to come across an I can't today because that's where the magic happens. That's where you get to learn to become a Kung Fu master of life and your own dragon warrior. So get after it today. Face those I can'ts with all the confidence, hope, and excitement that you can. And if you know of anyone struggling with an I can't, and there's some really tough ones out there, some that are incredibly defeating, please send this episode to them and tell them, remind them that they can. Until next time, this is the Dragon Warrior saying (laughs) skidoosh.